It's time for Mastering Your Money with Gary Mastrodonato. My good friend Zig Ziglar once told me, Gary, people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. Every week, Gary brings you up to date in the world of finance and gives you tried and true retirement tips from his office at the Masters Wealth Management Group in Oriental, North Carolina. It's the decisions you make in life when you have a choice that will determine where you'll be in life when you no longer have a choice. For 40 years, Gary has passionately served his clients, helping them retire with confidence. You know, we treat all of our clients the absolute same. There are no minimums here at the Masters Wealth Management Group. Now, let's put the wind in your financial sails and your success. Here he is, the master, Gary Mastrodonato. Well, hi, everybody. Gary Mastrodonato, the March edition of the Mastering Your Money program. St. Patty's Day coming up very soon. And uh, lots to celebrate on that day, but perhaps not in glory as we go green because of the fact that we have a lot of people suffering in harmony as we speak in Ukraine and around the world. It's very sad. It hurts me and it hurts all of us. Puts us in a, in a, in a somber mood and one of prayer and deep thought. But uh, we have to do our best and come together as a society and family. But, you know, the Master in Your Money show always continues through all news and we have to continue living. We have to continue to go on living. And quite frankly, we need our money safe. We need our income not to fall because of the market falling and we need to continue on with our lives. And that's what the show is going to be about today. We're going to talk about taxes on today's program. We have the nation's expert, Mr. Dan Peel, on the program. I have a copy of his new book, Tax Amnesty, right here on my desk. It's a great book. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, don't miss a minute of today's interview. Dan will open your eyes and give you some breath of fresh air as it relates to taxation. Taxes, what about if you haven't filed taxes? What about if you have a tax penalty due? How about some tax interest? How about if you're a couple of years behind? How about if you're not sure what to do this year because of all the tax law changes? Dan points out, Jeff Shade, that there was like a million and 59 words in this year's tax changes. And I think that may be a little conservative, too. I don't think he'd counted them all. I forgot to ask him that part. But there's a lot of words in there. Nevertheless, uh, somebody counted them because he had an accurate number. But nevertheless, don't miss a minute of our interview with Mr. Dan Pila. It will help you to help yourself. And of course, don't miss a minute of today's Mastering Your Money show because we're going to share with you as to how to keep your money safer. Ladies and gentlemen, no secret with the war going on, the price of oil skyrocketing up down over $130 a barrel and inflation at double digits, higher than double digits right now, going on the way to above 15 on the way to 18 or 20, especially when it comes to the gas pump. Jeff, you mentioned a moment ago you filled up at 5.41 a gallon? Well, it was actually 5.69 a gallon for high test, and uh, wow. you know that was in the Pacific Northwest. However, wow. my son in Los Angeles, it was over $7 a gallon for his car, and it's going up. Wow. Tesla, electric cars, maybe looking pretty, pretty much out Worth there. Worth their weight in gold and, these days. And, and a visible sign. But nevertheless, uh, we got a lot to talk about on the program. Most importantly, keep your money safe. Keep your income safe, even when markets are falling. And, you know, if we go into a major recession, ladies and gentlemen, which we very well could now, you know, the Russian markets have fallen, Jeffrey, 98% down. They no longer have an economy. Stocks are, are penny stocks in the Russian economy right now. And interest rates beginning to rise soon and uh, it's it's crazy but we're going to have an interest rate increase soon just at a time when things are crushing around the world globally 
and uh, even here in the U.S. It's just a bad time out there. We want to help you protect your money. There's no reason not to call right now at 252-249-0100. If you've ever called the show, this would be the time. 252-249-0100. If you have money in stocks and bonds, this will be the time to call. 252-249-0100. If you want help as to what to do right now, in planning your retirement, if you're about to retire, if you just retired, you're not sure what to do, you're confused, taxes are due, prices of stocks and bonds are falling, you're confused, let us help you unwind that confusion. We're here to help you, to help yourself. 252-249-0100. And before we continue any further, we always take a pause. We pause to honor our nation's military. Our heroes are men and women that keep us safe 24-7 year-round and our veterans that kept us safe all the way through in their time of service. We thank you all for your service. We're going to take a pause to thank you very, very much for what you do today. We need you more than ever right now, military. Thank you for what you do. We're on our knees praying and helping for your safety. Let's take a pause to honor our nation's heroes. And I'm proud to be an American. We're back. Always a pleasure to honor our nation's heroes, our men and women that keep us safe, and our veterans. We cannot thank you enough, and especially today. It is so crucial to honor our nation's heroes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to help me get through this very heavy program today with lots of information, lots of volatility in the markets, uh, we got some text conversation coming up with Mr. Dan Peely. You don't want to miss a minute of that, ladies and gentlemen. And for the next several minutes, we're going to talk to you about how to keep your money safer. But of course, without the help of my esteemed co-host, Mr. Jeff Shea. Jeff, welcome <laughs> to the program, sir. Thank you so much, Gary. Always a pleasure to be with you and, of course, the fine people here of Eastern North Carolina. I'm really looking forward to that conversation with Dan Peely because he's going to have so much great information for our listeners today on what to do if the IRS comes knocking at your door and the fact that the IRS can be worked with. So looking forward to that conversation. You know, Gary, there's a lot of volatility. We know it's uh, all over the world, not only Russia and the Ukraine, but, you know, the world is always volatile. And when volatile things happen in the world, it usually translates to our stock market. And this situation is no different. So I guess the question I have for you, Gary, is in times of volatility, what do we do? What can you do to help people keep their money safe during volatile times? Well, Jeffrey, perfect question to ask on this on this somber day here. Uh, you know, major challenges in retirement plans occur all the time. Are you prepared for all of those possibilities? Well, we are, from our experience, we've been in business 41, almost 42 years now, and there's nothing that explains or replaces experience. You can read it from a book, but the experience brings in all the possibilities. And certainly right now, we're going through one of the largest possibilities that we've ever had to face in the possibility of World War III on the cusp of what's going on in the world right this moment. And of course, higher inflation, higher interest rates, 
extreme market volatility. The markets continue to drop down. Your 401ks are in peril. Your IRAs are in peril. Don't let them continue to fall, ladies and gentlemen. And please don't take the attitude, you know, we will let it fall and drop where it may be. And when the war ends, uh, everything will bounce right back immediately to all new highs. Well, you know what? It may not be in your lifetime when this occurs, and that's the sad part. If you're about to retire or thinking of retiring or just retired or in the retirement red zone, now is the time you want to take action. We need to protect your money. People don't know how much it costs to retire. We can give you a pretty good idea because we've been in the retirement distribution planning business for 41 years. We know the cost of retirement. What we don't know is how much that total cost is going to be based on any changes of health. Your health can change at any moment, and that's the problem with what we can plan. We can plan on if you if you say you're going to live 10 years and you got X dollars and we have the money safer, we can we can tell you exactly how much a month you're going to get and that'll be fine. Now we we build lifetime incomes that you cannot outlive. And we build lifetime incomes, Jeffrey, that aren't predicated on market drops or rises. We we want security. We have to pay the bills every month. You know, your mortgage cost and your car payment doesn't go down because the market's dropped this month. Your car payment has to be to be made. Your taxes on your home have to be made. Your mortgage has to be paid. The bills have to be paid. The elect, the electrical bill. All those things do not fluctuate down because the markets are down. They're steady. They're level. We can give you a steady level income. What else do you need to know? And it's not going to cost you anything other than the peace of mind you're going to have to put out there in order to change what we're doing for you right now. We've been doing this 41 years. We think we've got some of the best coaches in the United States. We have them on all the time. We have Tom Hagner. We have Ed Slott. We have Dr. Larry Kotlikoff, our specialist in Social Security. We just interviewed Mr. Dan Pila. You're going to hear him shortly. And Dan, the, te- the top tax expert in America, you're not going to want to miss a minute of this interview because, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to give you knowledge that you never had before. Dan's a brilliant man with 42 years of experience. And like we both talked about, you cannot replace experience. Number to call 252-249-0100. That's 252-249-0100. What happens when you call the number? We're going to set up a time where you can sit and talk with me on the telephone or on a Zoom call if you need to see me in person. First call, most likely on the phone. We'll spend 20, 30 minutes together and see if I can help you to see what you have a need for, see what your concerns are, see what your your, your frights might be if you have them. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. People are more concerned right now than ever before because they're watching the markets fall and free fall they are. There's no telling where this is going to stop. It will stop eventually. It has to stop at zero, but will it go to zero? Well, the, the Russian market's down 98% right now, and that is nasty. Uh, they have, you know, price of oil's up to 130 a barrel and rising. Uh, some talking heads on this morning said oil can go to $200 a barrel, and that's going to bring gas up. Jeffrey, your your son paid $7 yeah. a gallon in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not far off from a 10 or $12 a gallon trip to the tank. So, you know, you got to have money to pay for that. But ladies and gentlemen, let us help you not lose any money if you have it in the market. Don't think it's going to bounce back as it always has. The economy has been fractured. Our leadership is fractured. Our inflation numbers are fractured. The future of America's economy is severely fractured. 
we have trouble, don't buy the old stuff, everything is fine and sound in our economy. I don't think it is. Go to the gas pumps, go to the grocery store, go buy clothes, go buy anything, and you'll see what we're talking about. You know you're in the kitchen table calculating things out of how you're going to make the payments. We're going to tell you how to do that with a guaranteed income you can't outlive. That's what we offer today, 252-249-0100. So if you want help as to what to do right now with your hard-earned retirement money, you've earned 100,000 hours working, you put money away, you scrimped and saved, don't let it go out the window so quickly because of a madman in Russia right now making havoc on the world. Don't let him control what we're doing. You control your future retirement funds. You control your income. You control what you've got on the table. 252-249-0100. Myself and my entire team of 11 coaches will help you to help keep your money safer, to help reduce your taxation, and to help make sure you've got income that you cannot outlive. And we cap it off with a plan for long-term care because, ladies and gentlemen, if you're living longer, your health has a better chance of going poor before you die. And that's called morbidity. We got a plan in place for that. 252-249-0100. First 10 callers get Patrick Kelly's Stress-Free Retirement. I'm going to reread that book because right now with the stress going on, I want to be stressor-free as well. So 252-249-0100. I'm Gary Master Donato, founder and chairman of the Masters Wealth Management Group. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, tax expert Dan Pila. Coming up next, don't miss a minute. We'll be right back with more of the Mastering Your Money Show. The retirement pros at Masters Wealth Management Group don't understand why so many retirees have to go different places just to get their financial affairs in order when they're also interconnected. With access to more information than ever before, it's important to work with an advisor who will help secure and grow your wealth while helping you be better prepared to make decisions that help you reach your goals for retirement. They're called fiduciaries that actively manage your money with a sole focus on you and your personal situation. So call Masters Wealth Management Group today at 252-249-0100 to schedule your complimentary review. You've worked hard all your life to save, and now you deserve more value from your advisor. At Masters Wealth Management Group, they start by putting their focus on you and your goals for retirement. Then they work with you to help build and maintain an integrated strategy for your future. Schedule your complimentary no-obligation review today by calling 252-249-0100. That's 252-249-0100. Or visit them online at masterswealth.com. We're back. Gary Master Donato, the Master of Your Money Show, continues on this beautiful March day, 2022. And of course, just a month before taxes are due. And man, what a headache for some people. It's always a task. And uh, we're fortunate here at the Master of Your Money Show. We got one of the nation's top tax experts on the program today, Mr. Dan Pila. Dan used to work for, was it the IRS? No, you didn't work for the no, IRS, did you? No, Gary, I never did work for the IRS. I've been a, I've been a, uh, I've been a good guy the whole time, Gary. I was never on the dark <laughs> side. So, okay, but... <laughs> I've been in the tax litigation business for, for about 42 years, and it's been private practice the entire time. So I've, well, I've uh, never you, worked for the government at any level. And you've done a great job because I know personally from a lot of our clients that call on you, uh, they're quite pleased with the outcome as well. 
And Dan probably knows more about the IRS than the commissioner of the IRS, which is why we had him on today. So, Mr. Dan Pilo, welcome to the program, sir. Thanks for having me, Gary. It's my pleasure. Dan, here we are now, uh, 2022. Uh, the COVID kind of changed a lot of the tax laws around over the last couple of years. They've got delays on filings due. You can pull money out of a out of an IRA on a, on a rollover and not have to put it in within the 60-day window. There's a lot of confusion. And I know from talking to a lot of CPAs out here in the local Eastern North Carolina area and around the country for our clients, I know the CPAs are having a very tough time dissecting the tax laws this year. What's your suggestion right now for those at home putting together their tax information? I know with a month ago, they're very, they're very concerned as to what to put together and when. What are some of the uh, the top things you're hearing right now around the country, Dan? Well, well, you know, the biggest thing, Gary, I think is is the the the, the massive number of tax law changes that took place in 2020 and 2021. And and that was kind of on the heels of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act which was passed late 2017 and kicked into 20 it kicked in in 2018. That was the so-called Trump tax law that reduced taxes basically across the board for all income brackets. Uh, there was there was tax cuts through the through that through that law and that that changed a lot of things uh, that that probably frankly is as far as tax filing and tax deductions is still probably one of the most confusing things because people don't realize that while there were a number of tax deductions for individuals that were eliminated uh, the standard deduction was doubled you know so everybody in every filing category Gary gets a double standard deduction than what it used to be so for married filing jointly for example that standard deduction is now in the range of about twenty four and a half thousand dollars and you know most people didn't itemize their deductions to begin with about seventy percent of all the tax returns that are filed in America are short forms no itemized deductions, no mortgage, interest, charitable contributions, those kinds of things. And so by doubling the standard deduction, even fewer people will qualify for itemized deductions, but those people that won't qualify get the higher standard deduction, so it's made the bookkeeping process a little bit easier. And frankly, it's reduced taxes for significantly for folks in that in that middle income range between, you know, roughly between thirty to seventy five, eighty thousand dollars. Those are the folks that got the biggest percentage of the tax cuts with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, but it didn't seem to really feel that way because no longer itemizing their deductions because of that higher standard deduction. So people need to keep that in mind. The other thing they got to keep in mind is so many folks got unemployment compensation, Gary, during 2020 and 2021 because of the COVID layoffs. And prior to January of 2021, uh, unemployment compensation was fully taxable, and people don't, people never realize that. And and so it, you know, I just can't tell you how many tens of thousands of people are blindsided by the fact that unemployment compensation is fully taxable. That law was changed in January of 2021. And so now what the rule is, is that the first $10,400 of unemployment compensation is not taxable, it's excluded. So you need to you need to you know be aware of that that you're going to get a I think it's a W2G from the government that shows a government payment it might be a might be a 1099G I forget what the information return is but if you get if you get unemployment compensation you're going to get that report but the report doesn't necessarily mean taxable income all right so you've got to be you got to make sure that you understand that you're able to exclude 
that limitation. And that's per person, Gary. That's ten grand, 10400 per person that is able to exclude that income from their uh, from their tax return. So that's a big deal for a lot of people. They need to keep that in mind as well. And plus, and here's another thing. <laughs> I keep thinking of more things as I'm talking here. Yeah. The additional child credit, you know, that was created. At, well, first of all, the additional child credit has been on the books for a long time. But the... Uh, um, Tax laws that changed the tax law that passed Congress in January 2021 expanded it, made it refundable, and changed the age qualifications for children. And I don't have the chart right in front of me, Gary, and I haven't memorized the numbers, but the fact of the matter is that far more people qualify for the additional child credit now than did two years ago, uh, even one year ago. So make sure that if, if you have children under uh, age 17 or under, that you are looking into the rules for the child for, for the additional child credit and there's a there's a place on the IRS's website you just go to irs.gov for their site and in the search box you can just put in additional child tax credit and it'll give you the rules and the breakdown and the numbers are greater for children under 6 years of age than they are for children that are 6 years or older and this is a refundable credit so uh, you know even if your tax liability is zero this credit can put you in a position where you're getting a refund from the IRS so this is something you need to know and a lot of people are missing these deductions and uh, the knowledge of it because they're not aware and many of them still continue to not want to pay a professional so they're doing it on their own or they're buying TurboTax or another another tax software program and I know you know we got a lot of calls from clients and they're they're asking questions I got two this morning from people that listen to the radio program and they had questions unrelated to anything we talk about on the program but they were both tax questions and questions that I happen to know the answer to of course we always refer to their own tax preparer or tax specialists. We're not tax CPAs. We don't give tax advice, but we do give information about uh, where to look or who they can talk to or who they can call, which is often asked question here at the Masters Wealth Management Group. By the way, folks, we're on the phone with Mr. Dan Pila. Dan is one of the nation's authorities, probably, in my opinion, the nation's authority on income taxes and uh, has worked in the, in the private practice business for 42 years. And I know that because you and I started about the same time. I've been in practice 42 years as well, Dan. So on yeah. the other side of the coin in financial services, you're on taxes. But we've known each other for a so, long so, time as so, well. Yeah, yeah. We, we have, Gary. And you learn a few things over that period of four decades, don't you? <laughs> quite, quite a bit. And you know, what I always tell people on the program, you can read it from a book, but you can't replace experience, especially right. on what's going on right now, right now. Not only with the income tax changes, but with what's going on in the economy, with the financial changes, how to protect your money in these trying times. And it is very, very difficult. It hurts me to see innocent people losing their lives in Ukraine, and it hurts me to see people that don't have the know to pay excess money in taxes or losing tax deductions because of not asking the right questions. Yeah, and it's the questions, Gary, that, 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 really, that really separate the experienced advisor from the inexperienced one. You know, it's one thing to see a formula in the book, as you said, but it's another thing to, to see the formula in action, and then the six or seven or eight or 12 different variants that flow from that formula that only experience can help you work through. Exactly. You have to know how to apply it and when. So Dan Pila, www.taxhelponline.com, number to call 800-346-6829, and we'll give that uh, along with the uh, continuation of our interview with Mr. Dan Pila. Dan, you know, one of the questions that I have to ask is uh, the Biden administration brought up recently that uh, he's ready to turn the IRS tax dogs loose on America, 
hiring all these new auditors and, and people going out chasing down people that have to so-called pay their fair share. How active right now is the IRS? I know when you make a phone call to them uh, with the delays of COVID and all the processing on tax forms, I can't get through to them. I tried to call them several times for clients. I've been on hold for several hours at hours, times, hours, and yep, they never yep. call back. They say they may call back. They don't call back. How do you reach them? Or how, is there a legal way to reach them? Yeah, it's it's a serious problem, Gary. There's no question about that. Uh, the, the IRS is backlogged right now. First of all, let's talk about their call centers. The, the IRS is typically, in a, in a typical tax year over the last 10 years, the IRS has fielded about, and, and this, this number is shocking, never mind what, what has happened in 2021, but the IRS would typically field about 100 million phone calls a year. Those calls would go into their automated collection centers, their customer support centers, you know, the taxpayer assistance centers, what they call the tax, uh, would go into, into, you know, these various funnels that the IRS uses to answer questions and, and get information to people. 100 million calls. In 2021, the call load jumped to 282 million calls. That's almost a tripling of the number of calls into the IRS in that one year. Now, typically, the level of service for the IRS, and by level of service, the IRS defines that as the number of calls, percentage of calls that are actually answered. It's one thing to send a phone call into a system. It's another thing to get an answer, correct? And yes. so uh, their, their typical level of service was in the range of, uh, of 35 to 40 percent, which, you know, is not that great to begin with. In 2021, the level of service was under 25%. And so the level of the calls tripled, their ability to handle the calls was cut in half. And there was a point, Gary, in March of 2021, when the level of service was under 5%. So, you know, barely, barely one out of 10 phone calls into the IRS got answered. And so this, you know, this is obviously a serious problem. And what happens is when you've got an internal revenue code, a tax code that consists of more than 4 million words that has changed with such regularity as we see our tax code change, it, frankly, it's impossible for the American people to assimilate those changes. Even folks in the business like you and me have difficulty assimilating these changes because it's a full-time job keeping up with it. And now the capacity to build the infrastructure within the Internal Revenue Service to answer 280 million phone calls and answer them timely and accurately. Gary, it's impossible. I don't care what kind of money you infuse into the IRS and how many people you hire, it is impossible to set up and administer a system that's designed to take that many phone calls accurately and timely. It just can't be done. Exactly. And we experience that every single day. And it puts a lot of worry into people's lives because uh, you and I were talking before showtime here and uh, you, you referenced a gentleman that was afraid to order a pizza because he would hear the doorbell ring after 6 p.m. He didn't want to answer the, the door because not sure who might be there. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, he, yeah. he told me specifically he could not <laughs> cope with the stress of hearing the knock on the door. Yeah. He was so afraid of the IRS. I can, yep. I can appreciate that. You know, one of the things that people worry about, too, is getting the old tax audit. Are tax audits uh, as prominent as they once were, or have they been reduced quite a bit? Well, historically, they, the face-to-face -face audits were down, Gary, over the last 10 years. There's a, there's a number of reasons for that, but, but the, you know, the IRS would tell you we don't have the money and we don't have the manpower. That's not exactly true. They're down considerably because the IRS ramped up 
in terms of triple digit increases, percentage wise triple digit increases, I'm talking five, six, seven hundred percent increases in the number of computerized audits that the IRS does. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's obviously it's far more efficient for the Internal Revenue Service to run computer audits or, or, or what they call correspondence audits than it is face to face audits. It's it's much more efficient for them to do that. And so yeah, if you look at the audit data for and understanding audit as as a face-to-face encounter with the IRS, those numbers are down. But the correspondence audits, those numbers have skyrocketed over the same period of time. And so it's not accurate to say that fewer people are being "quote unquote" examined by the IRS. Few people go, fewer people go through a face-to-face examination. But it's not true that fewer people go through an audit, just generally speaking. Now that said, the IRS has just announced. That it's, uh, that it's hiring more auditors and will be training more auditors pointed specifically at small businesses, what they call flow-throughs. A flow-through is a partnership or an S-corporation uh, or a sole proprietorship where the business entity itself doesn't pay a tax, Gary, but rather the income and deductions flow through the, to the individual and the individual pays the tax on his own tax return. Let's just take the example of an S-corporation. An S-corporation is a so-called small business corporation, and it's a corporation that's organized in the state just like any other corporation. It's taxed differently, however. The corporation does not pay a corporate income tax. The income and deductions are claimed on the corporate tax return, but then the net income is reported on the individual's tax return. That's called a flow-through. So the IRS never collects the income tax from the corporation, but now the IRS has determined and this has been a this has been on their radar for quite some time now and they're launching the program here they are determined to audit more flow throughs because they are convinced Gary that businesses are cheating on their taxes across the board not so much by overstating deductions but rather by hiding income and so if you audit the income tax return of of a of a subchapter S shareholder you're not going to from an audit standpoint you're not going to delve into whether the business income was reported on the business tax return. So they're chasing the flow-throughs. They're going to the horse's mouth, so to speak, the source of the income, and, and, and attacking that, because then that would have, if the corporation underreported its income by fifty or $100,000, that obviously has an impact on the individual tax return. So the IRS catches two birds with one stone, so to speak. I'm Gary Master Donato. We're talking with Mr. Dan Pila, one of the nation's top tax experts in America, and he knows taxes more than my CPA. That's good enough for me. And I will refer him to you as well as www.taxhelponline.com and check out his book, Tax Amnesty. He caught my attention with that a few weeks back. It's on my desk right now. An amazing book. More to come with Dan Pila and my co-host Jeff Shade and myself on the Mastering Your Money program. Don't go away. We're helping you get through the tough times financially and tax-wise. And we'll be right back with more right after these words. You know, science says what goes up must come down. So what does that mean for your retirement? Are you prepared for ups and downs to your retirement income? In retirement, you've got to prepare for two large threats, taxes and inflation. At Masters Wealth Management Group, we help our clients by creating retirement plans for an uncertain world. Remember, the United States has seen its inflation rate fluctuate dramatically over the last 40 years. Top federal income tax rates held steady at 70% for three decades, dipped below 30% in 1990, and are now around 40%. 
The stock market has also experienced ups and downs over the years. And if you haven't reevaluated your goals for the future, your risk tolerance level, or your plans to minimize taxes, it's probably a good time for us to talk. At Masters Wealth Management Group, we're here to help answer your questions and discuss your retirement plans and help you get on the right path. We'll start with a no-obligation, complimentary conversation. To schedule yours, call 252-249-0100 or go online to masterswealth.com. I could tell everybody how we could help you create a lifetime income stream or to help you minimize your taxes in retirement, but I won't. Hi, everybody. Gary Master Donato, founder and chairman of the Master's Wealth Management Group, and I'm here to talk to you today about some really important things like trust, confidence, and relationships. These three things are important because your retirement should be about more than just money. It should be about the people and things that are most important to you. At the Master's Wealth Management Group, we cherish the relationships we have built with our clients, having been in practice for over 40 years. And over time, we have earned their trust with the confidence they have that our retirement roadmap process will help them achieve their retirement goals. And we're equally proud that over these strong relationships have turned into lifelong relationships as well. If you want to have a conversation about you retiring to something, not from something, and I mean a real conversation, please accept my invitation for your own complimentary retirement planning discussion. To schedule yours right now, give us a call at 252-249-0100. That's 252-249-0100. Or go online to masterswealth.com. Honey, 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 you're so money, money, money. You got a country road, Carolina soul. Baby, you're just so homegrown. Welcome back to the Mastering Money Show with Gary Mastro Donato. Glad you could join us. Our guest today is Dan Pila. He is the executive director of the Tax Freedom Institute. And for more than 40 years, Dan has been the nation's leader in taxpayer rights, defense, and IRS abuse prevention and cure. So right now, let's get back to that conversation with Gary and Dan. Uh, one of the big uh, things that we get as well is questions from clients that call in indicating that uh, I got a client that called a few weeks ago and got a letter from the state of North Carolina. And the letter said, we're waiting for you to file your return from 2019 for the state of North Carolina. He's behind for a couple of years. And uh, the 2019, it shows reported income. They said, if you don't file within a certain amount of time, we will file the return for you. And of course, there's no deductions when they file it for you. But the problem is they showed an income for this person of $34 million in change. Wow. The guy probably makes about 250000 a year, but not $34 million. Is that more of a computer error, or how do they, how do yeah, they rectify yeah, that? that? Yeah, 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 exactly right. That is a processing error. Uh, occurred in the uh, processing of information returns. I had a client a couple of years ago, several years ago, that had exactly the same problem. Uh, she had a 1099 that was issued to her by a company that she did business with, and the 1099 showed uh, showed income of $19,000. And uh, in the processing of that uh, of that uh, information return, the decimal got moved to the right a couple of points, and so the IRS said, "Well, it's 1.9 million dollars." Well, no, it's not, and we challenged it. In a situation like that, what you're talking about is what the, what the state or what the IRS would call a substitute for return. If you don't file a return, they file for you, and you're exactly correct. They don't give you the benefit of any deductions, 
credits, exemptions, any of that stuff. And often they blow up the income, either deliberately or, or in this case, I wouldn't think it's deliberate to have that kind of a mistake. It's got to be some kind of a processing error. But you have the right as the taxpayer to always challenge these substitute for returns. Uh, the most important thing is you've got to get a correct return filed, either before or after the state or the IRS makes an assessment. You've got to get a correct tax return filed. And I would encourage that person to, to, to respond to this notice in writing, uh, by either submitting a tax return or expressing to the state exactly when the return will be submitted so they hold off on making an assessment. If they okay. do make an assessment, you've got an appeal right. And this is important to understand for both federal and state. You always have the right to appeal the decisions that are made at the lower level examination function. These decisions are never final. You have a right to challenge them when we're talking about the IRS. You've got two appeal levels. One is to the uh, what the IRS calls their independent office of appeals, which reviews audit decisions, collection decisions also. And then you've got a right to go to the tax court from there. And, and I'll tell you, Gary, these, these examination determinations that are made, especially by the IRS, are wrong more than 50% of the time. All right? As a matter of fact, I've got data in my book, How to Win Your Tax Audit, that proves that the IRS's audit results are wrong between 60 to 90% of the time, depending on the issue. So you can't roll over and play dead when you get one of these letters. You've got to understand your appeal rights and use those appeal rights because you will win your case at the appeals level. One of the big problems that, that people or questions that people bring up as well is uh, they've got taxes due, they've got penalties due. And I see ads on television all the time that says, you know, call this company or the service, we can reduce your tax due to the IRS. I was under the impression, Dan, you could, that you can never reduce the tax due. You might be able to negotiate the penalties due. Who's right in that case? Well, both of what you said is correct, Gary. If, okay. if, if the penalties can be reduced, if you can demonstrate that you exercised uh, reasonable business care and prudence in providing for your taxes, that you did not deliberately disregard uh, IRS rules and regulations, that you exercised good faith and had some reasonable cause for your actions, then the penalties can be eliminated and that will eliminate interest on the penalties. However, there is an, uh, an IRS program that I've been talking about for 30 years. Nobody talked about this program until my book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, was released in 1992. And that's the Offer and Compromise Program. This is a program that does allow you to negotiate with the IRS to reduce tax debts that you owe and can't pay. So if you owe the IRS hundred grand, for example, and you've got little or no equity in assets, and you've got little or no capacity to make a payment to the IRS over time, but you can stay current with your taxes going forward, that's the key, get back on the beam and stay current going forward, then you can negotiate a settlement. And that settlement might be 10 cents on the dollar, 15, 20 cents on the dollar, depending on your individual capacity to pay. Wow, does that include tax due, penalties and interest and all that? Yeah, absolutely, the whole thing. So if the hundred grand is the total debt, let's say, and let's say you got $10,000 equity in assets in the form of a little bit of equity in your car and maybe a little bit of equity in your house, and you've got, uh, let's just say, five, six grand a month of income coming in, you got a family of, of, of one or two, and you're $5,000 a month by the time you pay current income, uh, taxes is just going to pay your living expenses. So basically, you've got no disposable income. You're going to settle that case for for an amount equal to the equity in the assets, which which is about ten grand. So uh, here's the thing you got to understand, and this is where the confusion comes in, and this is where the ads on TV can be deceiving. There is no magic formula, Gary, for a five cents or ten cents or twenty cent on the dollar settlement. So these folks that say we can settle for ten cents on the dollar guaranteed. That is not accurate 
because every individual case is going to be different because it's judged by two matrix, and those matrix are number one, equity and assets, number two, ability to make a payment over time, and the ability to make a payment over time depends on your income, your expenses, your family size, where you live, all of these things factor in, and you have to consider all of them, not just one or two elements. You've got to consider all of these things before you can make an intelligent decision. Uh, here's what we can settle for. Th this is where my evaluation process is so valuable for folks, because we don't stuff everybody into one little cubbyhole. We do an evaluation of all the facts and circumstances of your individual case before we say we got to go down this road or that road. You know, it's amazing just the knowledge that you can bring to the table. And I, I'm so happy you're on the program because it alerts listeners out there that maybe be, turns on a light that they hadn't seen before or didn't even have hope before. But there is hope for every American uh, citizen out there as long as you are willing to pay the tax going forward. Dan says there might be a way to negotiate past taxes based on your, your assets. We're talking with Dan Pila, one of the nation's top tax experts in America, uh, www.taxhelponline.com. You can reach Dan personally at 800-346-6829. If you need the number, you can call us again here at the show, 252-249-0100. You know, one of the things we do, Dan, in our, in our weekly radio programs is we offer an individual to get a full complimentary review of their assets, of their investments, of their situation, of their income. We try to build income for life that they can't outlive as they get in or near retirement. And we're retirement plan distribution specialists. But you know, the big thing we always harp on here, Dan, is taxation. If we can reduce your taxes, we've helped you reduce your income already just by doing that automatically. Reducing taxes gives you more cash flow to live on going forward. So it's so crucial to keep your tax levels down. And it amazes me, Dan, the people, I, I talked to someone the other, actually last week, that took an $89,000 distribution of their IRA account because they wanted to pay some debt off. And right next to that account statement, they had a non-qualified account that they would have paid no tax on to pay yeah. that same debt off. Yet they, yeah. they decided to go... Go cash in the IRA, which is 100% taxable. And now, yep, you know, but yep. fortunately within the 60-day time limit, we caught it in time and we can put the money back into a rollover IRA. And uh, which leads me to this question, with the changes of the COVID tax laws and there was extensions on the rollovers, can you go through briefly what some of those changes are with the rollover replacement? Many people needed to take extra money out of their IRAs to live on uh, where they were had no income coming in. Uh, and I know they got some extra time to put the money back in. Are they still in that window limit? Yeah, they're still in that window, Gary. And, and you're probably better equipped to speak to this than I am. I'm not an IRA expert, but I know this. Uh, number one, the period of time for replenishing the IRA, putting the money back, as you say, has been extended. The other thing is that if you're going to take the income, take the IRA as income, you've got three years to pay the tax. It's not all taxable in one year. And, uh, and and that that's an important factor to consider as well. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, people, people, it's amazing that we've had IRAs on the books for, what, 45 years maybe, in mid-'70s, right? IRAs yeah, came into being yeah. maybe late-'70s, something like that. And people still do not understand that a distribution, not, not everybody obviously, but too many people don't understand that a distribution from the IRA is taxable income as ordinary income in the bracket that you happen to be in when you take the money. 
So, you know, when I talk to people that have taken an IRA distribution, they say, well, I don't understand why I have a tax liability. I had them withhold 10% of the distribution. So 10% is not nearly enough to cover the tax liability. And now they've spent the money on this or that, and they've got this tax liability they're stuck with because they thought, quote-unquote thought, that they've covered the tax by this this 10 or 10 or 15 or even 20% withholding, which is not enough. Plus, you've got state tax liabilities that grow out of this as well. So if you're in a state that has an income tax, which, uh, what, you know, 42 of them do, 43 of them do, uh, it's, it's not just federal income tax, it's state income tax you get clobbered with. Plus, if you're under 59 and a half, you got the 10% early withdrawal penalty on this distribution. So you have to be aware of this stuff before you take the money. I have clients all the time that I'm, that I'm dealing with where they, you know, they might owe, let's say, $20,000 to the IRS and they got hundred grand in their IRA and they say, well, why don't I just take the money out of the IRA? Well, let's evaluate that because if you take that money, uh, you know, your 20 grand is really going to cost you probably 26 or 27 to pay the IRS. And with the interest rates as low as they've been, you might be better off with a two-year installment agreement with the IRS. It's probably cheaper than taking the money out of your IRA. But these are things that have to be evaluated. You can't just shoot first and never bother to ask the questions. And those are always available as well. People should know that, that you can make an installment uh, plan with the IRS, and they're pretty good about that. They've become, in my opinion, much more friendly than they used to be in the early days of my practice, you know, talking about the IRA introduction was uh, was brought about by, in 1974, Congress passed a law called ERISA, the Employee Retirement Income right, right. Securities yep. Act in 1974. That was my first day in practice uh, as a young punk, I, I guess uh-huh. I was, <laughs> a young smart punk in the broker-dealer. But uh, that's where I was learning, but my first day my first day in, they, they were talking about the Employee Retirement Income Act. The IRA had a $2,000 maximum tax-deductible limit. There was no Roth IRA back then, but they right. had that. And they, remember, remember the old HR 10, Dan? They used to call it the HR 10s, which was the sure, self-employment sure. Uh, retirement plan, if you will, if you had your own small business. So anyway, we go way back, and that's the, that's the advantage of experience. Both Dan and I go way, way back and the advantage of experience from that perspective. It's funny that you say that it was the first day on the job. Here's a kid right out of college that figures he knows everything, right? And the first day he gets to work, they change the law. <laughs> and now, now you've got to start over understanding the massive ERISA, ERISA uh, pension but, law, which is... But the great is, thing is I hadn't learned the old law yet, so I was right, oh, right where I needed so to be. You had that advantage. <laughs> but but little, advantage. little do we know that every day in the tax laws... It's a new game. It's a new day out there because tax laws change regularly and all the time. And and let let, let me give you a measure of that, Gary, if I can. In 2000, tax year 2000, or calendar year 2000, our Internal Revenue Code consists of about a million and a half words, which is big enough, right? that's, That's massive enough. Today, the code contains more than 4 million words and was changed more than 5,900 times just between 2001 and 20. 20. All right, just that 20 year window. That doesn't even include, well, actually 2019. That doesn't even include any of these changes that we've seen with COVID. So you talk about a new game every day, man. It's, uh, that's an understatement for sure. And how do you keep all this straight, Dan, in your mind up there? Well, it, it's, I'll tell you what, it's not easy, Gary, but, but my advantage is I focus on a narrow area enforcement, mm-hmm. taxpayers' rights, problems okay. resolution. This is the least, the, the area of the tax law least subject to change. 
right? These, this is the most stable area. And so it's a little easier to keep up with this stuff. But even at that, Gary, they're changing this stuff all the time. Uh, the appeals laws, I referred to the appeals office here earlier. The uh, Taxpayer First Act that was passed in 2019, just, what, three years ago, completely changed the appeals process, completely changed it, rewrote it entirely. And so you got to go back to the drawing board and figure it all out again. Just know since 1900, the IRS permanently done away with, and use the keywords permanently, have done away with the estate tax three different times since yeah, ni- since 1900. Permanently done away yeah. with. That's what I yeah, love permanent. about tax law. Permanent. Dan yeah, wrote yeah. a great book, How to Get Tax Amnesty. I'm looking at it right now on my desk. Uh, TaxHelpOnline.com can get you the book, and it's a great book. Jeff Shade, my co-host, you, you probably got a question or two for Dan. Dan, I have heard that the IRS can go back only six years insofar as enforcing money that you owe to them. Is that true, or are there uh, other circumstances where they can go beyond six years to claim that you owe them money? Well, I'll tell you, Jeff, not even the six years is entirely accurate. So we've we got a couple of statutes and limitations that come into play here. First of all, if you owe the IRS money, if you filed a return and, and uh, didn't pay the tax or went through an audit and they say you owe X instead of Y and now you owe them money, there's a, what's called the collection statute of limitations, the IRS's capacity to collect from you. And that's 10 years from the date of the assessment. So that is a collection statute for money that's owed. The typical statute of limitations we think of is the assessment statute of limitations, the IRS's ability to assess tax against you. And people say to me, well, how long should I keep my records? Jeff, the same thing that you're alluding to here uh, clearly is how long do you keep the records? Well, the general rule is that the IRS can only go back three years to assess a tax if the return is filed on time. Now, there's some exceptions to that, but three years is the general rule. Right, that's three years from the filing date. Now, there are unusual circumstances in which the assessment statute can go from three years to six years. All right, And so I recommend that people keep their records for six years from the filing date. That's seven calendar years. But now there's another exception, Jeff, and that is if you don't file a tax return, the IRS can go back six years, 12 years, 20 years. They can go back. There is no assessment statute of limitations. They can go back to day one. Right? So I recommend that you keep your books and records, cancel checks, bank statements, that sort of thing, for six years from the date the return is filed, seven calendar years, and that you keep proof of filing of your tax return, a copy of your filed tax return, and proof of filing. Keep that indefinitely. Because if 10 years from now the IRS says you didn't file your 2019 tax return, the burden of proof is on you to prove you filed it. If you prove you filed it, there's nothing they can do to audit it, but you must prove it was filed. Dan, uh, you know, a lot of people are worried that they're going to go to jail because they didn't do something right with the IRS, but how often is it or how likely is it that someone's actually going to go to prison? I mean, you don't go to prison just because you owe money on your taxes and you want to pay. What are the circumstances where people do go behind bars? Yeah, that's a good question, Jeff. And the fact of the matter is you, you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, just because you didn't file a tax return because you had financial problems or you couldn't pay your taxes because you're fin- you have financial problems doesn't make you a criminal. It makes you broke, but it doesn't make you a criminal. In order for the IRS to have any shot at putting you in jail, they must be able to prove it's their burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt that you deliberately set out to break the law. 
that your failure wasn't inadvertent, it wasn't due to negligence, it wasn't due to financial circumstances that overwhelmed you. It was deliberate intent to break the law. I know what I'm supposed to do, and doggone it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pay another red cent of that Marxist income tax as long as I live. They can hang me from the highest yard arm. There's no way I'm paying these bastards anymore. That's the kind of thing they have to be able to prove. And I'll tell you something. There's very, very few people in America that have that attitude about paying their taxes. And so what that means is that you got a better chance of being eaten by a shark than you do of going to jail for a tax crime. Right? And let, let me put this in perspective here. I mean, you can't even measure this. You can't even measure this because you lose the you lose the you know, you lose the numbers in rounding. This tax year, 2022, there will be approximately 160 million individual income tax returns filed in America. 160 million at another 105 million business tax returns. In 2022, the IRS will commence about 2,500 criminal investigations, and only about half of those will go to a recommendation to the Justice Department for prosecution, and only about half of those will actually be prosecuted. So it, it, is, it is a very rare thing to end up even accused, never mind going to jail for a federal tax crime. It has to be a very unusual set of circumstances, and the IRS has to prove willfulness. That is deliberate intent to break the law. It's very difficult to do that because there aren't very many people that wake up and say, I'm not going to pay my taxes today. The IRS <laughs> can forget it. I'm not going to do it. The people don't do that. Communication is key, Dan, when you're dealing with the IRS. If you get a letter, for example, a client brought a letter in that indicated that they have some money that they paid in in 2019 and they need to know what tax year they want to apply that to or they're going to lose the money or forfeit the money that they've paid in. Where does that money go if they forfeit it and how do they salvage the payment they made already to apply it to another year? Do they, and they, they, they tried to call the IRS. They cannot get through to them. They sent them a letter but never got any uh, response back from them that indicates that the IRS got the letter and they went online and they couldn't make any rectification there. What, what's a client do in that case, Dan? Yeah, that's a good question because the IRS is overloaded with phone calls as we've already talked about. Uh, their, their mail log is, is uh, their mail stash is now backlogged by about 5 million letters that they're trying to work through. And, you know, I don't, I recommend that people not even bother uh, calling the IRS. I mean, even, even in the olden days, <laughs> pre-COVID, I, I generally don't like calling the IRS. I like putting it in writing. In a situation like that, Gary, you got to contact the office of the taxpayer advocate. There's a taxpayer advocate's office in every state. You can go to the IRS's website. Again, that's irs.gov. And on the bottom of the home page, there's a link for the Taxpayer Advocate's Office, and you can find the office in your state, phone numbers, fax numbers also directly to the Taxpayer Advocate. They have the authority to help when normal channels have failed. And, of course, in a refund situation, they're the, they're the first avenue of relief in a refund situation. I would go there. Let me tell you what the rule is. If you don't file your tax return, or well, let me rephrase that and say this. If you file a tax return more than three years late, that is the circumstance under which you lose your refund for that tax year. They won't give the money back to you, and they won't credit it to another year. If you filed your tax return on time and you have a credit, then the IRS has got to send that money to you sooner or later. You don't lose that money. That does not go away. It's only if you don't file a return within the three-year filing deadline that you lose your refund or credit. So keep that in mind. So money you're paying in for that particular year, if you paid it from, from a while back, you may not get that money back. That goes for state and federal as well? 
Yeah, well, states have their own rules, but they generally follow the IRS's rules. Now, if you've overpaid your taxes, generally speaking, you've got three years to claim a refund, three years from the date the tax, uh, three years from the date the return is filed, or two years from the date the tax is paid, whichever is later, to claim a refund of overpaid taxes. But if the IRS is shown as a credit, then you don't, you shouldn't have to claim a refund. You should just shake the tree. You should be able to just shake the tree and get the money back if it's already shown up as a credit. I guess, I guess they wanted to. I guess they, in this case, the client they wanted the client to apply to a different tax year because the client was was still filing post year. Yeah. So if we if we got if we got a twenty nineteen overpayment, you should be able to designate on your next tax return the application of that as an estimated payment. Now, okay. if the IRS doesn't apply it, if you calculate it on the tax return and they don't give you the benefit for it, they're going to send you an adjustment notice, Gary, called a CP two thousand. And they'll say, dear taxpayer, you owe us money because you showed your tax credits as X, your payment credits as X, but we're only showing uh, X minus. You have a right to appeal that decision to the Office of Appeals and get it straightened out that way. Well, Dan, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you are full of information. We can talk to you for about 16 shows, sir. But uh, we're (laughs) going to have to bring you back on because of time limitations, of course. What a pleasure to have you live on the radio today with us on the Master Your Money program, Mr. Dan Pila, www.taxhelponline.com. Take a look at that book, How to Get Tax Amnesty. It's on my desk right now. It's a great book, and I love the headline, Curing America's Eight Most Devastating Tax Collection Problems. Probably you're going to find one problem in there that will refer to every listener to the show. So Pay attention, uh, Dan Pila. Thanks so much for joining us live on the Master Your Money program. We'll talk to you soon, Dan, and you have a blessed day. And good luck this tax season, my man. Thank you, Gary, for having me. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thanks for uh, thanks for talking with me. Don Gary, Master Donato, founder and chairman of the Master's Wealth Management Group. If you want help as to what to do right now, keeping your money safer. The markets are dropping before us. People are losing money by the moment as the market continues to fall. And please, ladies and gentlemen, don't think this is going to turn right around when the war ends. This war could run 10 years. And additionally, we may have a major recession on our hands. It's different this time. Just know that it's different this time. So give a call 252-249-0100. And we work closely with your CPA. We also work closely with Mr. Dan Pila that you just heard. So call us. We're going to help you reduce your taxes, keep more of your money, and increase your net pay to your bottom line. Money in your hand to spend. 252-249-0100. 30-minute complimentary call. Don't miss it. We've done six already this morning. 252-249-0100. The Master of Your Money Show, Jeff Shade and I, will come back right back with more of the Master of Your Money program. Don't go away. A lot more to come live on the Mastering Your Money Show. We've all heard the expression, expect the unexpected. And that's true in life, but when it comes to your retirement savings, we have a saying called, expect the expected. Hi everybody, Gary Master Donato, founder and chairman of the Master's Wealth Management Group. And our strategies as a retirement planning specialist firm are designed to minimize risk in the ever-changing world and develop a predictable lifetime income that you can't outlive. You know, our team works every day with families to help them take on the unexpected, things in life that shouldn't be all that unexpected. At the Master's Wealth Management Group, we can't predict the future, but we can give you a pretty good idea of what you might expect in your retirement plan, and our goal is to minimize risk and develop predictable lifelong income that you can't outlive. 
So call us today at 252-249-0100 for no obligation complimentary financial review. I will personally help you to prepare for the retirement that you expect and eliminate the unexpected. That's 252-249-0100 for a no obligation complimentary financial review. And I will personally help you to prepare for the retirement that you expect. That's 249-0100. Or visit us online at masterswealth.com. We're back. Gary Master Donato, just a reminder out there, what a show it's been today. You can hear us all on our podcast. Jeffrey, we go to Spotify, I think Apple. You can go to Google. You can go to, I, you can just, wherever you get your podcasts, yeah, you search podcast. for Mastering Your Money, Gary Master Donato. I actually listen to the podcast in my car. I had a great time doing that. Me too. I'm playing, I'm riding around now, not even playing. Listening XM. to yourself. I'm playing, I'm playing the podcast. <laughs> You're listening to that. you. <laughs> but not only that, the information is so good. Yeah. So, we, and we have great guests on. So hear that out or go to www.masterswealth.com. I'm Gary Master Donato, along with my co-host Jeff Shade and all of our staff and team here in Oriental, North Carolina and around the United States and most importantly, our loving coaches that keep us safe and help keep your money safe. God bless you all. God bless America. Keep everybody in your prayers right now. We need them more than ever for the Ukraine and the Russians and everybody out there that's causing havoc. Please get on your knees and pray. Ask God to help us, to help ourselves. See you all again next week right here live on the Mastering Your Money Show. No statements made during the Mastering Your Money Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or the avoidance of loss.